Hello, sweet ones, and welcome to the Soul Medicine Podcast. I am your host, Liz Nerland, and I have created this space to nourish you with guided meditations, to support your healing journey with Reiki practices, and to inspire, lead, and teach developing healers and intuitives. I invite you now to breathe deeply, to open your mind, to expand your heart space, and to call your soul to rise to the surface as you settle in to receive these offerings. Let's get started. Hello, hello, sweet one. Welcome to the Soul Medicine Podcast. I am your host, Liz Nerland, and I am so grateful you are here. Thank you. Today we're going to talk about stress. And this is something that we've really normalized in our culture is that it is normal to be super stressed all the time. And what I mean by stress is actually in a physiology of stress. We live in this constant state of really high cortisol levels of rapid heart rates and high blood pressure. We even amp things up because we over-caffeinate to keep things going all the time, just like pedal to the metal 24-7. And it is destroying us. It really is. At some point, we have to make a decision that we will not engage the stress systems of the body the way that we have been conditioned to. We need to decide that we are not going to respond to an email or a traffic jam as if there is a saber-toothed tiger ready to pounce on us. At some point, we have to say, that is enough. I don't want to live like this and I don't have to. At some point, we have to choose to step back into the driver's seat of our life instead of letting the hormones of stress drive us down a dead-end street. We have to reframe our problems as challenges and deepen our connection to the divine, to source, to creator, to God, whatever you want to call it, We have to deepen a relationship with a higher power because the best antidote to stress is faith. Our faith allows us to be soft, to stay open, to remain calm and creative. We don't always have to fight for our lives when we know that there is a higher power at work within our lives. Faith can move us from a state of survival to a state of creation. It can move us from a state of constriction to a state of expansion, from disintegration to renewal. Moving into faith and out of survival allows us to reimagine new possibilities to move towards new opportunities, and to respond in new ways. You see, the hormones of stress work in a way to keep us trapped in a narrow set of 
predetermined reactions that may or may not be, and maybe never have been, effective. They are only familiar. They are programmed from things that you have learned and gone through in the past. Now, the problem with this is that, as I said, it keeps us trapped. We start to relinquish our free will to some pre-programmed knee-jerk reaction that has been imprinted in our mind over time. So it means that we don't have the freedom to actually show up in our lives as we want to. Because before we even think, we've reacted. So, what is really crucially important is that we start to pay attention to our lives, to our stress, to our connection to a higher power. That we are able to move from doomsday thinking to grace day thinking. What if you ran up against a challenge and you were like, wow, I am so excited to see how God will surprise me in resolving this challenge. And you may think like, well, yeah, but that's wishful thinking. That's dreamy thinking. That's not rooted in anything real. Hello, doomsday thinking isn't either. We let our minds run wild with imagining worst case scenarios. What if, just try it on, maybe for a day, what if you ran into challenges and practiced responding in a way that was like, I know that God has this. I know there is a higher power at work here. I am so curious to see how this will play out for the good of all beings involved. I wonder what could happen. Imagine that your challenge could result in an upward spiral and you start to feel elevated and excited and you move more deeply into faith because you've hit a challenge. This is possible. You don't have to stay stuck in doomsday thinking and downward spirals. That's not your destiny. You don't have to stay there. It's just for some reason, been normalized in our culture to function in that way. And I would challenge you, I would suggest that you just try on a new way of interacting with the world because our stress is literally killing us. The way that we allow ourselves to be so wound up It is destroying our physical health. It is interrupting our connection to source energy. It is undermining our relationships and our wellness on every level. We have to let it go. We cannot let this insane level of stress continue to run unchecked. So on a practical level, what can you do? What can you do when you are living your day-to-day life with your boss 
and your traffic and your spouse and your email inbox and all the things. Now, the first thing is to notice, to become aware of the stress that you carry, of the triggers that set you off, of the unconscious tension that you are walking around with. Like, what if in this moment you just softened your jaw, softened your brow? What if you could soften the belly right where the rib cage meets the abdomen in the front? What if you could exhale and just let that area be a little bit softer? What if you unclenched your butt cheeks? You know, what if your body was allowed to be soft? What if your mind was allowed to be soft instead of fixed? Now, the first thing, yeah, is to notice, like, where are you holding? Where are you gripping? Where are you tensing in your body, in your mind, in your energy? Because if we don't notice, we are completely powerless to change anything. And the truth is we don't usually notice because it has become such an unconscious habit. So you may even need to set up some sort of system to remind yourself to check in. You might pick a number from zero to nine, and every time you see that number, whether it's on a clock, on a receipt, on a bill, whatever it could be, you're like, right, that is my sign. There's my number seven. I'm going to check in. I'm going to feel my body. I'm going to notice where my thoughts are at, where my energy is. So you can use subtle cues. Choose a number, choose a color, choose something that will serve as a reminder to you. The second thing you need to do once you've noticed is to soften and breathe. So soften the body, just as I said before, scan it, feel into your body and start to relax different areas of your body on purpose. And the classic areas, brow, jaw, belly, glutes. Those are four very classic areas that we tense and hold stress in the body. So relax those areas and then relax them more. Maybe even laugh at yourself a little bit. And then breathe. Breathe a little bit more deeply. See if you can breathe in a way that brings movement into the back ribs, into the side ribs, into the space between the ribs? What if you were to feel into your body, into your back, and if there were any areas of tension, of discomfort in your back, What if you could send the breath there? What if you could make those areas move when you breathe? So the spots that feel really tight, really locked up, what if you could breathe movement into those spots? One of the best, you know what? I'm going to share two. 
my two favorite breathing techniques to calm stress. So if you are in a state of anxiety, if you are in a state of fight or flight, my two favorite breaths. The first is called a physiological sigh. And all that this is, super simple, is a double inhale, long, slow exhale. So you breathe in through the nose, fill up the lungs, slight pause at the top of that breath, and then sip in a little bit more air, again through the nose, and then a long, slow exhale through the mouth. And you can breathe in that way for five minutes. You might have to work up to five minutes. Double inhale through the nose, long, slow exhale through the mouth. And it will help to reset your nervous system, to reset your physiology, to take you out of a state of physiological stress and move you into a state of rest and renewal and creation. The second breathing technique that I really love, it's called Brahmari breathing, and it's often called the bumblebee breath. And you're just going to breathe in again through the nose, breathe in, breathe in, breathe in till the lungs are full. Make sure you're sending that air right to the base of the lungs, the very bottom. And then the exhale is simply a hum. And continue with that for a few rounds or a few minutes. And it is another breath that is really powerful in calming anxiety. It works on the vagus nerve. So you are controlling the way the lungs are moving in order to send a message through the vagus nerve to the brain to be like, hey, we're okay. We're not actually in a life or death situation. So it works... uh, through the vagus nerve, but it also, that vibration of the hum is said to, not said to, there has been research done on this, uh, showing that it actually taps into your own inner pharmacy so that your body starts to create the chemicals that will bring you out of stress. So that brahmary breathing, that humming exhale, will work like an anti-anxiety medication for you. Now, what's important is that you actually practice the breathing techniques. Uh, If you wait until you are in a full-on panic attack and you're like, I'm going to try this now, it might not work so well. But if before bed every night you take five minutes to breathe this way, And then you start to notice moments through the day where you are triggered and you start to practice breathing this way. You will start to gain a level of mastery and familiarity that will help these techniques work better and faster for you. So first thing is to notice the stress. The second thing is to soften the body and breathe. Another thing that you can do to help move out of this state of stress and survival is to actually shift your focus. So when you are under the hormones of stress, your focus is going to become very narrow. 
you are going to be really focused on anything that you think may be a threat to you. You are going to have just a couple of topics that are on repeat in your mind. You're just going to become very narrow focused. And what we want to do is actually expand your focus. So start to just notice what's in your surroundings. You don't have to do anything with it, but you could look around and say, school bus driving by, willow tree in the yard, snow-covered mountain peaks, garage door, red drum. So you're just going to literally look up and start to notice what's there. There's no no circus tricks to this. It's as simple as that. Look up. Notice. What do you see? What is here? This practice will help move you out of that physiology of stress and get you back into the moment, back into the space where you actually are. So notice the stress. Soften and breathe. Expand your focus. And finally, and most importantly, turn to God, turn to the divine, turn to source, turn to the higher power, however that looks for you. It may be scripture. It may be something as simple as one line, thy will be done. It might be a song that helps to elevate your awareness It could be some sort of ritual. Maybe you like to do smudging or drumming. Maybe it's meditation. Maybe it's prayer. Maybe it is something I have never even seen before. Whatever helps to connect you to source, turn to that. And remember that your faith, your Faith, your unwavering trust that something greater is at work here. That you can soften because your life is being guided by the hand of the divine. That kind of faith, that is the antidote to stress. That is the best medicine that this world has to offer. Because when you move into a state of faith, you can drop your resistance to life. And it is the way that we resist life that causes us so much pain. This is your invitation to reframe stress and to choose faith and to know that it is all a practice Your path will not be linear. We all are going to mess this up more times than we can count. But there is always the invitation to begin again. To move these concepts from just something that takes up real estate in your brain to something that becomes a habit of how you live your life. So that is my invitation to you today. Thank you so much for tuning in, sending you so much love until next time.
Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Soul Medicine Podcast. I wanted to hop on here and invite you into my Reiki trainings and online Reiki community. Now, I have led multiple trainings over the last few years, and I have tried so many different formats. I've done the traditional weekend approach. I have run week-long intensives. I have met with groups weekly for three months. And at the end of all these trainings, I am always wanting more time because Reiki is a healing art and it requires continual development. It's never complete. And this inspired me to launch this revolutionary system of Reiki training. So online, I have a Reiki classroom. This has all of the standard teachings and approaches to get certified in your level one and two of Yusui Reiki. In addition to this, at no extra cost, I have created an online community that is off social media. And in this online community, we provide peer-to-peer support, we share inspiration, we can ask questions and dive into conversation. I also offer, again, no additional cost, ongoing monthly mentorship calls. So every single month, you will receive an invitation to hop on a live group call with me, to bring your questions, to bring your stories, to share what's working and what's not so that we can continuously develop and we get to lift each other up. There are people that are moving into this container that also specialize in areas that are not my specialty. So it will also become an opportunity to share your gifts with your peers. So if you specialize in crystals, you will have an opportunity to share that wisdom with other students. If you specialize in meditation techniques, you can bring your gifts there. And together, we can lift each other up. We can rise higher. We can move faster. And I am so excited about this because I really believe that it will increase the caliber of healers that we all are. And that is something that this world needs so desperately right now. So if you are wanting to dive into the healing arts, if you are interested in Reiki, whether it is just for yourself or you want to open a private practice or add it to an existing practice, I would love to invite you inside this container. The link to the online training is in the show notes. And if you've got any questions, please send them my way. I cannot wait to connect with you and to rise together. So much love to you, sweet ones.